The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Are you ready to get LinkedIn? Rocking the world with LinkedIn. One show at a time. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn, we salute you. This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11 for your hosts, Mike and Lori. I just I just gave the demo tapes to Brasco and he turned it in and he put the rest of the band in. I didn't do too bad there, did I? You are full of it. <laughs> it, 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 it really guitar. wasn't me. It really wasn't me in the intro there, but you get the idea. You I know. get the idea. That's what you like to sound like. Yeah, That's so go. funny. That's so good. Okay, so I I have I have a, a really fun story. Now you may not like you you may not think this is as fun as I do, but you know, to each his own, right? Well, you, you know, the, 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 the bat has more fun than the ball. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. So, so today I'll be the bat. So right. I, I, was on, um, I was on Twitter a couple weeks ago and connected with somebody locally. We thought we were in different states. And turns out we were just miles from each other. And she says, I'm going to get a manicure. And so we, we're, we're talking. And, and I said, oh, where are you going to go? You know, and, and she said, down the road in Prior Lake. And I said, Prior Lake? And she said, yeah, I'm in Minnesota. I was like, oh, my God, so am I. And so we, it turns out we use not the same manicurist. That would have been even more fun. But she was right here. And here we thought we were in different time zones even. And we were just chatting back and forth on Twitter. And it's amazing how social, you know, sometimes just you, you really are talking to real people out there. It's an amazing story, Lori. <laughs> Isn't it? Today's mean? show is, has got you topped. Yeah, it does. Today's show is over the top. Over the top. Analog record. CEO, CRM, SFA, you name it. Today's show <laughs> kicks butt, Lori. I know. You know, I, we've had I've, I've had a great long conversation with our with our guest today, and I told John he was going to love you, and I will prove to you. I know that you already believe me on this because I've I've given you a, a taste of what he's like, but I will prove to you, Mike, that you guys are in fact brothers from another mother. Mm, all right, all right. Well. 
when 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 I when we I heard about the record stories, I I had to pry a little bit more, and I I won't disagree. All right. So let's get on. Let's 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 get John in here. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna go to a quick break. We'll be right back with John Ferrara, the CEO of Nimble.com and the original founder of Goldmine. We'll be right back. Mike, we got to get this conversation with John started. This is Im- impressive, impressive stuff. Personally, let's not talk business. Let's start with a personal relationship. Well, uh, the the early days of technology and the early days of music and John are all wrapped into one package. Yeah. So, John, we're so excited to have you on the show. Let's. So excited to have you to the show. Welcome to the show, John Ferrara. Welcome. Have you been to a show in the last year? Uh, sure. I took my kids to see the wall. <laughs> oh my gosh! We're we're we, I saw the wall in Denver, and I'm going to we're going to, to Wrigley Field. We're making a road I'm, trip to Wrigley Field. I'm going to again too. I uh, it was the most. I saw the wall uh, tw- 30 years ago uh, it, when it first came out the sports arena here, and and this last one was uh, was a feast. It was just so amazingly produced. Um, but uh, but I don't think Pink Floyd would necessarily be conducive to the audience. <laughs> did you did you um, did you see it indoors? Uh, yes, I did. I saw it at the Staples Center. At, yeah. at um, Wrigley Field, it's going to be outside. So yeah, that's why, that's we're, why go. we're going to Chicago. So we want to see the outdoor version. It's it, they're in Minneapolis. We might see them in Minneapolis as well. It's indoors here. Um, yeah. I recommend anybody to see that show because they can't afford to do that too many times. It, it's so amazing and complex I, I think it's going to be like a once or twice in a lifetime thing and and the uh it, it's uh it's so well done it's going to be interesting to see uh, we'll, we'll have fun on, on the segment we'll move some of this conversation into the segment we're going to chicago because we want to see the outdoor version of it i think that's the rarest of the rare animal here. well that and and we're inviting all our friends to come with us so if you've got a free day on june 8th and um time to fly out and and party with us we we can introduce you to some of the best coolest, cool, coolest of cool people will become i would i would love to join you i i remember going to um Pink Floyd at the Rose Bowl back in the day when they played there when I first started Goldmine and then I saw uh, before uh, I started Goldmine when I was envisioning it when I lived in Texas I saw them at uh, Texas Stadium outdoors and uh, and uh, in quad back in the day it was, it was pretty cool. Wow. So you probably saw the 94 tour and the 87 tour? Yeah exactly. Yeah same with, same God, with you are You are a fanatic aren't you? He, he yeah. is. Pink have, Floyd's his favorite band. I have I have uh, many editions of uh, Dark Side of the Moon on vinyl, including several uh, uh, master disc, half speed master, high quality recordings, and a Bang & Olufsen turntable to play them on. I have a, uh, a belt drive clear plastic uh, turntable from Germany, and uh, and I have uh, the entire collection of Mobile Fidelity's uh, Virgin vinyl oh, master uh, albums. Oh gosh. Oh gosh! And, uh, and, and a friend of mine just gave me uh, 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 basically a brand new old version of uh, the Wall uh, album. He, he, my friend is. Uh, and I'm sorry to say this, if I offend anybody. My friend used to be Madonna's uh, um, uh, man toy or man man bitch, or so basically he he was her executive assistant. So he 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 made things happen for her, and he's in the music biz. And he basically promised to get us uh, backstage passes at uh, 
at the um, at the wall tour because he's like in, he's in the biz. But I told him, you know what? I don't want to be backstage. I want to be 15th row center. It's like, what are you going to do backstage? Drink beers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's you know. Uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have such a great time getting to know each other outside of the show. Lori told me how exciting you were, but she didn't know about this part here. Once you once you once you mentioned vinyl, you got me. I'm on about I got 15 or 20 Mobile Fidelity records. Yeah, yeah. You, okay, okay, I'll tell you the story behind that. Mobile Fidelity used to run on Goldmine, and and back in the day, uh, people wanted to barter all the time. So Yamaha ran uh, their 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 company on Goldmine. And so I had uh, two two jet skis, a full uh, um, uh, stereo set of stereo systems uh, for the office, and uh, so we used to trade goldmine stuff for uh, for for goods and services. And uh, and so Mobile Fidelity was actually in the valley back back in those days where uh, where we started. That wow. is brilliant. Whenever Lori and I go to record stores. What do I ask for? Where, got the high, where's the hi-fi Where's the hi-fi? Where are the master, you know, the, the mastered, um, the mastered discs and stuff. We've got, you know, oh, one gosh. something you're gonna you're gonna think is funny. We've got a Lady Gaga uh, picture disc, right? Yeah, brand brand new vinyl, uh, a, a, a born this way picture disc. The the lyrics are painted on one side. Um, it's other. the same song on both sides. I have not played it yet, by the way. We, yes, we she is a ma- she is a master marketer. Yes. Yes, she yeah. is. You I know, she, admire that woman. She marketed other other stars, other superstars before she broke her own career. I think it's it's believably brilliant what she's accomplished. Yeah, and I, I love the way she's blended Elton John, Madonna, and David Bowie into one. Yeah, yeah, that is the best description I have ever heard. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Not, it's, it's not easy to be unique, being as extreme. Is that you got? It's got to have a heart. For for the most part, people in that kind of character out there don't have the heart that she has. Well, you know, life is about heart, right? I mean, you you May West said, "Out of sight is out of mind, out of mind is out out of money, honey." And and you don't touch people without showing your heart uh, and being real. That's how you really connect with people. That's how true connections are made. And uh, and and this is how I've built two companies is by basically ripping my heart out and, and sharing it with people and 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 listening to their dreams and passions and helping them achieve them. You know that that's a great segue into what you're doing now, John. I mean, when when you spent that time on the phone with me last week and and you were showing me nimble um, the passion for what you're doing really really came through actually even before I met you and just in the in the in the online conversations we had um, tell us about nimble how what how did that come to be oh is are we recording yes okay so in order to tell you about nimble Lori I'd have to tell you about um, about me about goldmine about my past because my past really empowers me to do what I do today and uh, and and so I, I got started in this whole relationship management business 20 years ago because I had a need. And I think the best products come from your own need because you're passionate about it and you understand the problem. My problem was 20 years ago is I was part of a field sales organization for an enterprise technology company, and we were selling a complex, expensive network operating system to large companies. And as part of that field sales team, I quickly recognized that salespeople don't work in a vacuum. They work as part of a larger team, or at least they should be. 
and and everybody in the team's touching the customer and I recognized what my team needed was a tool that enabled all of us to communicate and collaborate to tie that communication collaboration back to who we're talking about our customer to be able to manage communication with the customer do to top of mind marketing with the customer and to manage the resulting business pipeline that occurred from those interactions now Lori when I say all that to you today and if you know anything about our category, you're going to say SFA or CRM. And those are acronyms for Salesforce Automation and Customer Relationship Management. But back in those days, they didn't exist. There wasn't even barely network business software. Network operating systems just came into play. Outlook didn't exist. So, wait, so wait, 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 stop right there. When did you start Goldmine? What year? In, in 1989. Okay, wow. So that would have been the network days. That was network days, exactly. And and so what happened was, is as part of the sales team, I looked for a solution because I have a technical background. I I have a computer science degree, and I and I and I and I got started in the microcomputer industry in its infancy. I bought my first computer when I was 18, when I just graduated from high school in 1978. And uh, but you know what's funny is my dad was in the car business. He had he had car dealerships, and I grew up on my dad's car lot. And uh, and I, I never wanted to be like my dad. I always wanted to be like my uncle, who was uh, he helped create microwave and radar. He invented it back in MIT in the 40s, and he was uh, president of IEEE, and and he was an entrepreneur and and a mucky muck. And I I wanted to be an astronaut and a scientist, and uh, but I learned sales and marketing through osmosis through my dad. And as a teenager, I didn't want to be like him. But you know what? I had to pay my way through college, and and uh, and I sold computers to corporations from Computerland. And, and, you know, lo and behold, I'm pretty dang good at it. And, uh, and <laughs> so, so this blend of technology and sales and marketing is what really infused my ability to see the problem and to, and to create a solution. And the problem was is that in business, you need to, when you pick up the phone, know exactly who you're talking to, what's pending, who's going to do it, what's been done, who's done it, and to see all communication that's occurred. And if you can do that, you could be on one page with your team and know exactly what the customer needs and how to help them. And you know what's funny? Today's CRM systems don't even do that. Goldmine did that 20 years ago. CRM systems aren't even about relationships. They're management tools to keep the finger on the pulse of the business and the hand around the neck of the salespeople. Salespeople don't even live in a CRM system. They live in Outlook, Address Book, and Google Contacts because that's where their contact calendar and communications are. And people build relationships by saying what they're going to do and doing what they're going to say. And communications and activities aren't in your CRM system unless you're BCCing and CCing. That's copying them into there because you do all that in Outlook. But I'm getting ahead of the story. So, yeah. well, I think devices have come a long ways to make these things happen because we don't live on the computer anymore. We live on a device for most of the day. Right. So that's that's another issue, right? So so basically, what you're doing is you're communicating in email. You're complain, communicating in Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and none of that communications ends up in your CRM. Right. That's a problem. So, so basically, Goldmine came about because I had a need. I couldn't find a solution. I created a solution. And, you know, the funny thing is I started that company on $3,000, no bank loans, no venture capital. And 10 years later, when we sold it, we, we, were, we basically helped invent CRM. We dominated CRM for the SMB marketplace. And we did all that without VC and without funding. 
And today, you know, it's, uh, it, it seems like a, a startup can't get started without going and getting, you know, a bunch of money from from uh, from a big VC. And I, I, don't, I don't think you need to do that. So from an entrepreneurial standpoint, did you have an early customer? You well, you know, how do you, boot, how do you bootstrap a company out of an apartment on $3,000? That's a great question. And, and the answer is, is um, we had a network business application that allowed companies or enabled them to attract and retain customers, to build their businesses uh, by, by maintaining and building relationships. We integrated contact management, network scheduling, email, sales marketing automation, and collaboration into a sales team tool. And uh, how do you sell a network business app before really network business apps came, came onto the market, barely? I went after Nobel resellers because they laid the highway and I had a car to drive on them and I got them to use it. I called up every single Nobel reseller in the country personally, just like I'm doing with you today, and I shared my vision. I shared my passion and I told them that if they used Goldmine, they can help grow their business and I got them to use it and people sell what they know and they know what they use and eventually they started recommending it to their customer base, which they had by the thousands because they laid the network and that's what bootstrapped Goldmine. Channel partners. I was in on those sales calls working for those VARs, for Random Access, CompuCom, and Entex, and, and we were out there. The reason people were buying those networks was for your software to run it. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. And, and I'm going to tell you one more thing. One of the early VARs, uh, network VARs, uh, that I used to deal with is a guy named Mark Cuban. He used really? to be a, a, a Nobel and Banyan network reseller. Wow. Wow. On that note, we're going to take a quick break and go thank our sponsors, and we will be right back with John Ferrara of Nimble.com. Hold on tight. Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. As you know, being an expert at f- what did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f***? Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f*** performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Superior Affiliate Offers. Superior Affiliate Brands. Superior Affiliate Service. The Superior Affiliate Management. 
Superior Affiliate Management delivers direct exclusive offers with weekly payouts. Their mission is to ignite your e-commerce and ignite your commission. Superior Affiliate Brands means our work with the Internet Retailer's Top 500, as well as new brands, thanks to their full-service agency and CPA network. Superior Affiliate Service means lifetime bonus referrals and personal VIP. Start your search engine and put your servers into overdrive. It's WebmasterRadio.fm steering you into the winner's circle. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Well, John, you blew me away. I think we are brothers from another mother. Like us, well, There are some other, other folks like us. I'm really looking forward to introducing you to our circle of brothers from another mother. And going back to the, the, the early Novell days and, and, and stuff and how the, the, the business came to be, to where things are now. Where well, you mentioned Mark Cuban in those old days. I was selling Banyan vines. I was installing stuff, getting the five and a quarter inch floppies out into the IBM AT computer to install the Network 2OA stuff. Where does Mark Cuban fit into that environment? Well, Mark Cuban was a Banyan VAR in Dallas when I was part of the uh, Banyan Field Sales Team, where I envisioned Goldmine back in the day. And you know what's funny? Coming full circle, Mark's actually an investor in Nimble. Wow, but uh, but 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 this shouldn't necessarily be about Banyan or even Goldmine because that's really history. Today, life is social, business is social. People buy from people they like, and they like people who know them. You can't know somebody without listening to them, without looking at their walls. And you know what I used to teach all my salespeople in the old days? When you go in somebody's office, look at their walls. Look at the books they read, the degree of the school they went to, the knickknacks they collect. All these things are clues into who this person is. And, and you build a relationships by sharing commonality, which develops intimacy and trust. And it's only through intimacy and trust that someone's going to open up to you about their business issues, which as a professional, you can then solve. Isn't this what Dale Carnegie and Zig Ziglar taught us all? Yeah. It, it, yeah. And and even further past that, I mean, the people that we that we follow now that inspire us. When the uh, the online version or the equivalent, if there is such a thing, of going to someone's office and seeing whether they got golf clubs and trophies or they got cars on their desk or, or, or what it is that inspires them, kids, pictures, um, is a LinkedIn profile, a Facebook, I you know, tw- their exactly. what they're tweeting about. That's the exactly. modern equivalent of that. Now, exactly, you, pretty, exactly. Social media. Is, is the way we do that today. So, so today, we get to know people electronically. The problem is it's in six different tabs in our browsers and three different <laughs> apps in our desktops, and none of it's connected. It's right. hard to know what you said, who you said it to, let alone what your team member has said. And this is the problem that I ran into what caused me to create Nimble is because I had the opportunity after selling Goldmine to swim in the social river and to see the immense power of social media, the ability to connect and engage. And this is truly the the age of engagement. And you can't engage without listening. And, and, and I started to do that. So 
I did it in Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn. And then I tried one of those social consolidation tools like Hootsuite. And they were all powerful at connecting, but they didn't tie the listening and connecting back to who I was listening and connecting about the contact, let alone allow me to do that as a team. And so I looked for a relationship management package that integrated my social list engagement. I couldn't find it. And then I looked at the CRM systems and saw that they weren't even about relationships. They're management tools that keep the finger on the pulse of business and the hand around the neck of the salesperson. And I said, you know what? I've heard these notes before, and I know how to play a guitar. So I got my guitar, and I put the band together, and I built them. <laughs> you know how to inspire salespeople. I'll tell you, if, if they think that the tool is there to manage them, and then instead of them there to manage the tool, um, it's a different different conversation with sales reps. Um, well, I, you, you, you totally know, got it nailed. You, you know what? The CRM system should tell you something you don't know. It should collect the disparate things that you and your team are doing and then give you knowledge, help you find the needle in the haystacks, help you find the connections and way to connect with somebody. If I bring up a contact, I should be able to see how I'm connected to them, if my team members are connected to them, if, if somebody I know is connected to them, and it should tell me who my important people are, who's slipping away from top of mind, and, and give me ideas of how to be more effective. This is what relationship means system should be and they're not right you totally understand it let's pick into your psyche a little bit what are the maybe three four or so biggest problems sales reps are having or, or revenue creators are having that nimble can help them with I think the biggest thing is top of mind and uh, and and I love to quote Mae West and she said out of sight is out of mind out of mind is out of money honey um, and, uh, and, and, and it's so true because you never know when a customer is going to make a buying decision. And so with your, with your relationship platform, it should enable you to uh, see and hear who your customer is so you could better serve them, to be alerted when changes occur that will enable or create sales opportunities for you, to enable you to stay connected with them so that uh, when they do make a buying decision, they think of you, and to enable you to to uh, educate, enchant, embrace, and engage your constituency. And, and, and what I mean by that is content. You know, we all have business knowledge in our head uh, that we don't effectively share with our prospects and customers. I think most professionals have forgotten more about their profession than any of their prospects or customers will ever know in their lives. Every morning I read, the, I read online or, or periodicals about things that I'm interested in, sales, marketing, customer service, social business, and what I do on a regular basis, I share that information. I give my knowledge away. I don't tell anybody they should buy Nimble or, or that they should contact me. What I do is I educate them about the promise of social selling, social marketing, and social engagement. And because of that education, they follow me. They retweet me, and then they look at the services I provide and they consider it. And as long as my services are good, you know what? A lot of them buy it. And through that type of engagement, we have created a worldwide brand in less than a year. We're getting over 45,000 unique visitors per month on the Nimble website, and we're converting more than 10% of them to new users on a monthly basis with zero marketing spend. I think that's some social ROI there. Absolutely. It's, yeah. That's brilliant. I'm on top of that one, exactly. I'm falling down that path. Whatever you got, I'm buying. Well, Bring you, it, baby. You know, you know John, one, one of the um, Mike, Mike and I were just recently recognized in Forbes' top 50 social media power influencers list. And what I found interesting was in looking at the other members of that list, 
you know, how many of them we know personally and through social channels, how many of them are sharing the same social tools that we're using. I would, I told Hayden, I'd love to see him do an article on the things that influence the power influencers and, and nimble would be one of them. Well, I, I definitely think it's a, it's an up and coming tool that, uh, that people should consider because today you have to be social if you're in business and today the places to be social are growing in the diverse, and uh, and if you're going to have six different tabs in your browsers, it's it's going to be hard to do that. And uh, and the funny thing is, is is I used to use a social consolidation tool. I used to use Hootsuite, and you know what? I loved it. But the thing that I found is that I didn't really use it for anything but Twitter. Even though it does six different things, I used it for my direct right. men, direct messages, my mentions, and a couple searches, and none of that stuff's connected to the people I'm doing it with, nor did it enable me to do it as a team. But, uh, but, but the thing is, is that I think at the core of all relationships is your contact calendar and communication. And this is where we all live today. And you're either in Outlook, Address Book, or Google Contacts. And what I mean by that is that you're either you're Apple-centric, you're Windows-centric, or you're Cloud-centric, and you use one of those tools. And the problem with those core tools, the basis of relationships, is that in and of themselves, they are three different programs. So if I bring up my Google Mail, my Google Cal, or my Google Contacts, none of it's connected. If I bring up an Outlook contact, I can't see what's pending, who's going to do it, what's been done, who's done it in all communication. If I bring up somebody in address book, I can't see anything but the name. And so the problem is, at the core of the way we all manage our relationships, none of it's connected. And that's the basis of the problem. And so this is what Goldmine did 20 years ago, and I don't understand. And we predated Outlook and everything else. I don't understand why the people that came after it didn't do that. And certainly the CRM systems don't do that. But today, in order to manage a relationship, you need to be able to do that as a team and share those contacts. And then you need to be able to socially listen and engage externally and to be able to communicate and collaborate internally. That's the basis of social relationship management and the future of a social business. Once you have that platform down, then you can integrate the tools that enable you to do sales, marketing, customer service, accounting, and that is what you do to do customer for life cycle acquisition and retention because that is what all businesses are in business to do is to acquire and retain customers. And today, we do that more and more through social. The days of yelling at your customers, hey, buy my product, are over. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, customers are I'm shut so down. Good. They fast forward through, through the commercials. They're throwing your advertising away. They have the gall to have conversations amongst themselves about what they're going to buy. So what are you supposed to do about it as a business today? You've got to figure out where the conversations are occurring and get in there and listen and engage in the conversations using the tools the customers want to talk on. And they don't want to hear from us on faxes, cold call, yellow page ads, advertising, direct mail or email blasts. They want to listen in uh, communities and blogs and, and social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. And this right. is what Nimble empowers companies to do today, and no CRM system does that. And the challenge, the gauntlet, the whistleblowing that I'm going to throw down on the table today is, if CRM is so powerful, why don't all the pundits that write about it, that, that, that report about it, that analyze it, use the CRM system themselves? They don't. They live in Outlook, Address Book, and Google Contacts. And, and you know what? If CRM systems were so powerful, we'd all be using them, but we don't. Right. 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 
Exactly. Yeah, major well, major commitments got to be made to uh, to a CRM system because it's not just a matter of importing data into here from over there. There's a lot of setup and logic that goes into it, and you understand that probably better than anyone we've had on the show. I bet. Right. Well, I helped, I helped invent this whole industry, and, and and the key is is getting stuff in there and keeping it in there and keeping it up to date. And that's what's beautiful about Nimble is you don't have to type right. in the thing. You just OAuth into all your different places where your contact calendar and communications are today. Where are your contacts? They're in Outlook address book, Google Contacts, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, your phone, and Google+. And you yep. communicate via IM, text message, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Skype, and email. Nimble elegantly brings all that together for you and your team, connecting the direct and the indirect communication, and then enabling you to operate it. But the beauty is you don't have to live in Nimble to make it happen. You can continue to use Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+, and, uh, and, and Gmail, and Google Cal, and anything you do outside of Nimble ends up in Nimble. Anything you do in Nimble ends up outside of Nimble, so it's transparent. We synchronize. But the beauty is, is when you go into Nimble, we can tell you things you don't know about your contacts, about yourself, and enable you to build and grow your business effectively as a team. That is brilliant, John. And on that note, we're going to have to stop our interview today. But people, you can find out more about Nimble at nimble.com and connect with John Ferrara all over the web again at nimble.com so John thanks so much for being on Rock the World with LinkedIn today you rocked our world awesome show John thank you guys and follow me on Twitter you guys because I educate all day long John J-O-N underscore Ferrara F-E-R-R-A-R-A and Lori and Mike and Brasco, thank you so much for the opportunity to connect I love having conversations about helping people grow their businesses that is that is apparent. So, guys, you can find us at um, webmasterradio.fm on 7 o'clock on Mondays, and it's, uh, that's Eastern, or 4 p.m. Pacific. So, webmasterradio.fm, 7 o'clock Mondays, Monday evenings, or catch the archives of the show at rocktheworldradio.com. That's it for now. Rock on, Mike. Rock on, Mike.